0: Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode, I suppose the first episode back, I should be saying, to Inside the Fitness Genie's Lamp, nearly forgot the name of my own podcast. So I do have a video up and running at the moment, which some people might see on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, Um, but for those of you that do not have the video, welcome as well. I suppose I'll describe my environment for you. It's my room and you can do whatever you want with that imagination. <laughs> if you'll see me on Facebook, on Instagram, you'll see exactly where I am. I'm at my desk, I've got a big bloody painting or picture of a horse behind me and plants everywhere and a couch and all this other stuff. So today, somewhat, somewhat official or I suppose a little bit more business-like if you wanna get into that sort of word. Um, got my Fitness Genie polo on. Obviously, everybody on video is seeing this, but I'm just going to pretend that the video is not here And I'm just going to be speaking into the microphone because most of these are not going to be On a video format, but I figured for the first one back um, I'd give people a little bit of a little bit of here I am So for those of you who don't know I actually used to do a podcast probably about a year Year and a half ago, I've got no idea on time. It's irrelevant anyway. But I used to do this podcast called uh, Inside the Fitness Genie's Lamp, the exact same as what it is now. And it was quite literally just me filming, or I suppose recording myself in pretty much the exact same spot. But listening back to some of them, they felt very aggressive. They felt like it was just me ranting about everything and having a go at people. And that wasn't my intention for the podcast when I initially started it. It was for a voicing board for me to just speak whatever is in my head, get that out, and then just start focusing on all of that stuff. I suppose just getting out getting it into the universe and doing that. It's also going to be really good for me, I suppose, mental health-wise as well. So getting all of that stuff is going to be awesome again, but now it's going to be more community-based, feedback-based, answering your questions, taking it into a QA, and a and just providing as much value as possible. That is the pure intention for this podcast, to give away as much upfront value for, I suppose it's fuck it, you, everywhere you're going to be listening to it, it's going to be free, so I don't have to worry about charging you, but donations are welcome if you want to donate anything to me. But otherwise, it's just 100% free, giving you value about everything. Um, I believe this first podcast episode is probably going to be one of the longer ones because I have a few notes here, like uh, I'm going to be going through who am I, my history or backstory as to sort of how I got here, my experience and everything like that. Who do I help? How do I help them? And then um, I suppose I've already completely flipped it, which is what I'm good at. I was supposed to be finishing with intentions for podcasts, but I suppose I'll start with that one now. And I suppose I've already sort of covered it. The intentions for this podcast are to go through nutrition, mental health, physical fitness, shit talking, whatever I want really but the intentions are for me to get out of my head, open up a dialogue with a dialogue a dialogue with my community with my clients, with people that are seeing me on Facebook and Instagram and whatever because I actually. When I was doing this podcast last time, um, I used to think that not many people would be listening to it or who the hell would actually want to be listening to my rants and ravings, but I've come a long way since then. And actually looking back on the old podcast that I had, I had around about, I think it was just under 100 people listening per episode, which for me at the time was crazy. And even now it would be crazy to have that amount of people listening in to me just talking absolute nonsense. But a lot of the value and a lot of the things i'm going to be going through are going to provide a fair bit of value because that is purely just what i want to be doing if someone hears if i get one person that gives me feedback on one random episode like every five episodes i'm going to keep doing it because it's a pain in the ass that that is how i'm built to essentially not people pleaser but if someone says hey this changed my life or this helped or that helped I'm going to do more of it because it feels good for me to be helping people. And then it also feels good to get that feedback, particularly as a health coach, to be getting the feedback of, hey, you said something (laughs) random as all hell into a microphone, chucked it up on the internet. I listened to it and you had no idea I existed, but here is my honest feedback for the random shit that you said, and it has changed my life. So that I suppose is the intention for it this first one is going to feel a bit more official businessy calm and everything particularly for today i was actually meant to record it tomorrow because it's booked in my calendar because that's the type of person that i am but i finished at like 10 a.m this morning at the gym i finished or everything that i needed to be doing Social media, I worked late yesterday so I could get some stuff done. I'm trying to get myself into the routine of finishing work at a certain time because any small business owner out there, really, or any sort of quote-unquote entrepreneur is going to notice that as soon as you, or anybody that just works from home, particularly with the COVID climate and all that fun shit that has happened, working from home, you don't have an off switch. You don't have that, okay, well, nine to five, I leave the office and then I'm whoever it is that you are. For example, I'm always having to be on. I always have to get ready to answer my phone or reply to a text or a Facebook thing or whatever and I'm not very good at documenting. And what I mean by that is the Facebook, Instagram stories and like, oh, this is what I had for breakfast today. And it's like, wow, look at me lift some weights, whoa, look at me walking. That shit just does not excite me. It's, it's very annoying for me because I understand that, that is the, that's how you build a business these days on social media, Facebook, Instagram, r- pulling back the curtain and everybody's like, hey, I understand that this is what you do professionally, but let us know who you are as a person. And for me, I'm fine with everybody knowing exactly who I am and what I do and everything like that, but I'm not good at documenting it every single day Every single hour and being like, oh, hey, I did this today or I did that today. I just really don't find it that interesting to share my life and be like, hey, I lifted these pair of dumbbells today. Fuck yeah. Everybody praise me. Or putting it out there for the sake of putting it out there. If I put something out there into social media or fucking into the universe or whatever it is it has an intention behind it. It has a purpose for doing it. I don't really do anything for the sake of doing it. And for me, it's trying to switch that mindset between posting things on social media and stories and stuff because I know it's gonna be good for building my business when I don't really want to be doing that from a personal level, but I'm trying to get better at it. I'm working on it, hence the reason for the podcast. So this first one, as I just said, it's gonna be a little bit more businessy, a little bit more, With it, hence, I've got the fucking Fitness Genie polo on, looking fresh. Everybody listening just has no idea that I love shimmying, but anyway. um, So, (laughs) this first one's probably going to be a bit long. Everyone can see me on video in my shorts. Um, Probably going to be a bit long, a little bit more to the point, a bit more direct, because I actually have stuff that I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. There's not really heaps of opportunity to rant, but at the end of the day, doesn't really bother me. Um, So, yeah the intention for the podcast, as I said, value and all that good stuff. The second thing for it as well is for me to sort of just have fun with it. Provide as much value, help as many people as I can while having fun. I'm trying to create that thing that I had a while ago of that contentness, of that happiness, of that Never feeling like, you know, loving your job, you'll never work a day in your life. I'm trying to get that back. It was a weird balancing act between going from where I was to this all over Australia coach. I've got like, at the time of recording for this, I've got like 840 followers. So, not massive. But I do have clients all over Australia, Queensland, Perth, and like fucking everywhere, Tasmania... Um, apparently they're the only three states in Australia, um, Victoria as well. There's a fourth one because obviously that's where I'm from. So fair bit of people. It's about 60% people see me face to face. The other 40% go online. Um, but if I wanted to, the only reason, like the only reason I work at the gym in the first place is because I like doing it. I decided, uh, through COVID when we had no choice, but to work online, um, I went hundred percent online because there was no goddamn choice. It was awful. It was good sleeping in, doing what I wanted, and then my day would start at about 11.30 where I'm like, oh, walk the dog and go do a workout and go do this and play video games for a bit and put up some content and make that for about 20 minutes, doing whatever. But it felt shit waking up and not having a purpose, felt terrible waking up and not having that, here's what I'm executing today, or waking up just without an intention. So everything I'm doing for this year has to have an intention, and if... I cannot describe that purpose or that intention behind doing something. I'm going to attempt to leave it, to put it on the back burner, to essentially forget about it because I have a bad habit, as I'm sure anybody that works for themselves, to overwork, to always be on, to always be ready to do something and then being highly strung. So for me, I'm trying to set myself up for when me and Beth have a future family. And for those of you who don't know, Beth is my current girlfriend. Um, And hopefully the last one ever. So the intent is to set myself up for when we have kids to be able to step back from business or at least have that flexibility and financial freedom in business to be there for my kids, take them to school, pick them up from school, you know, do the whole dad shit. I'm going to be a fucking awesome dad. That is my pure intention in life to just be the best dad that I can be. And that's it. If I can do that, make money and in a career that I love, fuck, I've won at life. Most people don't even get a job that they like. They start working from 14 and die at 70 something or 80 something and they fucking hated what they were doing. I'm, uh, again, at the retirement courting, uh, 26? How old am I? 26. There we go. I'm 26. Fuck. Forgot myself there for a minute. But I'm 26. I had the awareness, I suppose, luck as well. I had the luck and the awareness to know that when I was younger in high school, that I hated everything there. Nothing really made sense to me, and I suppose I'm going into a little bit now of the like, who am I, and a little bit of a backstory of how I became a PT. So there you go. Um, Didn't even touch on the second story again. Sorry, (laughs) the second intention of the podcast. So I'll quickly do that, and then I'll go back into the podcast. Uh, Back into the first intention, but second intention for the podcast is to um, get myself out of my head and then have fun doing it so that I can do all that stuff I just said before. Um, But if I can have fun doing this, it's not always going to be nutrition or mindset or health or whatever. There's a million fucking podcasts out there that already do that and speak on that on a much more qualified natural level than I ever will. So... And they're specialized as well, meaning that you could find a podcast on endometriosis, most likely. I haven't fucking looked, but I'm sure you would. And also, I swear, a fair bit. So get ready for that and try not to listen to the podcast with your kids in the car. Um, On the treadmill's probably fine, though. Just don't trip over. Don't go, oh, that Travis man is rather funny, and trip over and... Die, because that would be bad then you can't leave a five-star review and feedback and hit that bell notification to make sure you never miss an episode you can't do any of that it's gonna be bullshit so don't trip don't die keep living keep doing stuff uh, but just be aware that I swear a fair bit so continuing with that second <laughs> intention I get sidetracked a lot um, that's just how my brain works I have to focus on six things at once and if I can get one of them out fuck yeah it's been a good day so I'm just going to have fun with this. I don't care if it's the best podcast ever or if it's this or if it's that or whatever, if I get 100 views or 200 or anything like that. The intention is to speak on nutrition, mindset, mental health, lifting techniques and all this other stuff that I could potentially put into a podcast because that's my business, that's my career, that's what I've been specializing in and that is essentially the job and the career and everything that I've paved out for the past six years of doing this. And the results I get from my clients are absolutely insane. So I figured pulling back the curtain on that, how do they achieve their results? How do they go through this? Why are they doing certain things? Why do I program clients like this? Or how do, like what protocols do I have when people do XYZ or have endometriosis or PCOS or they're doing IVF or doing whatever it is? the protocols behind all of that stuff, and then also working with Tanil, who is our in-house nutritionist or nutrition wizard, as we have her official title, because that's the way we do things at the Fitness Genie. Um, Getting all of that out is gonna be good, but I think the best thing for me and the podcast itself, and then also creating content, is just to do shit that I enjoy. Therefore, I may have guests. I may not have guests. I have no idea what's in the future. One thing that I do have in my mind, if I ever get to that point, is drunk fitness. And we're not going to get absolutely smashed, but it's just inviting someone onto the podcast to essentially drink with me and essentially just be like, so what pisses you off in the fitness industry? Or just talk to the person about a very scientific thing and then trying to get them to explain it while tipsy. I don't know. For me, that just feels like it would be hilarious and most of what we would say would end up being complete shit anyway. But it feels like it would also be fun and engaging and essentially the key and like the overall thing that I want this podcast to be. Not from episode to episode, but if you w- listen to five episodes here and there, the word I sort of have in my head is infotainment of it's entertaining is all shit, but I'm also learning something. And, you know, those like fucking kids shows back in the day where it's like teaching you two plus two and it's like, oh, it, it makes a window. And it's like, yeah, but then, you know, it's just a whole thing. And you're going to hear me go on these rants. I have a very family guy type of humor where there's visions and flashbacks and stuff. So yeah, get ready for them. Get ready for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. But that is the second intention for essentially what this podcast is going to be. First Value upfront, 100%. Ask my community, what do you want? What questions do you have for me? How in depth should I go with the certain topic or this or that or whatever? Potentially get some guests involved. I don't want it to feel like this debate that you could find on NPR or whatever the fuck it is. And we just sit there whispering into the microphone of like, So, Travis, what's your favorite uh, nutrition protocol? And it's, it's just boring. It's, it's going to be fucking miserable. So I figured spice things up, do whatever the hell that I want through this podcast, make it entertaining, make sure that people are learning things, hence the feedback and the community response that I will be, I suppose, not requiring, but imploring, for lack of a better word. It's actually a pretty damn good word. I'm actually kind of happy that I used it. So yeah, I'm going to implore (laughs) everybody to give me feedback on Facebook or Instagram or Spotify or wherever the hell. I'm not good with the admin technology behind the scenes stuff. I'm good at talking shit. That's what I do. So that's what I'm going to focus on. Wherever you listen to this or do have the opportunity to speak to me or leave a review, please do it. Unless it's a 3 or a 2 or a 1 star. 4 star, yeah, not too bad. I'm not that great of a guy, really. But 5 star, fuck yeah. Anything 3, 2 or 1. Ooh, fuck off, really. <laughs> Please don't take the time out of your day to leave a bad review. Because I will cry. Um, so that's <laughs> essentially the intentions for the podcast. Then going back into how I became a PT. I completely forgot where I was again. You'll have to just listen to my craziness and listen to me go on six different tangents and eventually bring one of them full circle. And hopefully, you'll learn something from going on six circles with me because who do- who doesn't love NASCAR, really, or NASCAR, or however the fuck you want to be saying it, really? But the, I suppose, got the intentions out. I was supposed to finish on that. But as I said, this one's probably going to be a bit longer. So, who am I? I'm Travis. I'm Travis Myrles, uh, owner and head coach of The Fitness Genie, in case anybody didn't know it out there. Um, I started in the fitness industry probably six, six years ago. Um, ever since then, like my first client was an old bloke, 60-ish, named Trevor, dislocated his shoulder, needed to fix it, and I found it was incredibly, incredibly interesting. Because through university, they just tell you, you know, this is how you do this, this is how you set it up, this is how you program for this. And it's like, yeah, cool. Um, and there was one teacher that I had who was an exercise scientist and doing his master's in something, or an exercise physiologist, sorry. Um, he was doing that and he was like, Right, now this person's got a knee injury, what do you do? I was like, fuck, I don't know, refer him on. And he was like, No, you can't always refer people on. What do you do? I was like, Oh shit, okay. Um And I had no idea. It was my worst thing ever that I was at university. I fucking hated adjusting for injuries. I was like, why can't people just be healthy? Then I started playing gridiron. Six, seven years later, I'm the most injured personal trainer on the fucking planet. So, and then basketball as well. I could jump high, I could run fast, I could do whatever the hell you wanted me to, except nobody taught me how to slow down or how to land once I got into the air. So all those injuries are a lot of fun. I've been working with physiotherapists for fucking ever, currently working with an osteopath for my neck. I have a herniated C6-7 in my neck, which causes nerve issues, which means that my arms go to sleep sometimes, so that's a lot of fun. Uh, Dislocated, whoa, dislocated and subluxed shoulders, I don't even know how many times, concussions, wouldn't remember if I even knew how to count past four. Fractured kneecap, I suppose, that was fun. Took a helmet to helmet, helmet to helmet. I was wearing a helmet on my knee, everybody. Um, took a helmet to the knee and got thrown into the side bench playing gridiron. Um I stepped out, it was a super late hit, but, you know, they didn't see it. And then I ended up throwing a ball straight into his dick, so that was fun. Um, finished off the rest of the game, that was not ideal. Um, Strained slash partially torn hip. Abductor, yeah, hip abductor in that same hit with the fractured kneecap. Um, it Just went straight into the side of the table, really, and it hurt like hell. Uh, twisted and sprained ankles, but they're actually pretty strong now, which is crazy. Um, lower back is fucked. Mid-back is ruined. Neck, obviously gone. Uh, elbows, they're still pointy and they're still there. So, you know, that's good. Uh, But overall, yeah, just the most injured personal trainer ever. So that's some context on why I focus now on, I suppose, injury prevention, why I'm good at it, and why I know what is going on within the body, and if something happens this way, how do we fix it? It was one of my worst subjects at university, but getting into the workplace, I had no choice but to quickly sink or swim, and I bought a fucking motorboat and swam like a bitch. Everyone else was swimming with life jackets on. I'm in there with a goddamn motorboat, just plowing through people. Um, as I said, sidetracked, but, uh, yeah, first person was a 60 year old man named Trevor who needed help fixing his shoulder. And I was so goddamn interested with how the muscles and how the body works and why this certain, why he couldn't do this certain action. It was an external rotation and he couldn't do it. And, I said, okay, well, if that's doing that, and this is this, and then I had to go off and do research because I wasn't that great of a personal trainer back then, to be very honest. Did a fair bit of research, rotator cuff, cool. All these muscles are responsible for external rotation. Let's go through the list, boom, 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 and see exactly what we can do. That for me is interesting as shit. Figuring out why people can't move in a certain way and figuring out why they do move in a certain way and how to bridge the gap between those two. I find it so goddamn fascinating of people are like, hey, I can't squat properly. It's like, oh, honey, come through for three sessions. I'll fix your life. Um, and deadlifts as well. Squats, deads, all that shit is just my jam. I love coaching all of that stuff. So that's why I got really good at Injury prevention, moving the body, cueing people and coaching people through those complex movements because they're just really fun to learn and to coach, especially when someone goes, um, or especially when you cue someone and they're doing it wrong their entire life, you give them like one or two cues of like, do this, do that. And they'll move their body or shift it like an inch, a centimeter. And then their face will just light up and be like, oh, I'm supposed to feel it like that. It's like, yeah, did you feel that? It's like, yeah, I've never felt that before in my life. It's like, fantastic. Some people do that in 10 minutes. Some people do it in 10 weeks. Like some people do it in six months. Like, you know, it depends on the person, but that feeling of helping that person through whatever it is that they were through is absolutely amazing. And I love it. So it's really good. Um, that's why I do the muscle anatomy, master- mastery of movement, and all that fun stuff. Um, oh, now I'm getting notifications absolutely everywhere. It is a pain in the ass. Um, so yeah, that's essentially what I do for the muscle side of things. And then from there, I noticed that nutrition was my biggest weak point. People were constantly asking me about nutrition. How do you do this? How do you do that? I had no fucking idea. As I said, when I started in the industry, I was terrible I had no idea what I was doing as for the same or this very similar to most personal trainers coming out with a cert for there are very good companies out there that do it and give them a lot of here's the nutrition here's this here's that I was at the top of my or near the top of my class of like 26 people I was top three. I can't exactly remember where I finished, but it was me and my two mates. um, Well, actually me and my three mates that finished top four. I know I was top three. I fucking beat one of them. Um, But I can't exactly remember where I finished. I'm just going to say third. And I think one of them went on to do a Bachelor of Sports Science. Um, Another one dropped out to do... Oh, sorry. Another one finished the course to do that. I dropped out. Um, halfway through the diploma because they came through and like, oh, it's an arbitrary degree. You don't need it to work anymore. I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm out. I'm going to go get paid. Um, Turns out, didn't get paid for a while because they withheld my certificate and then had to go through a whole bunch of stuff to actually say, yes, I have finished this course. Long story. Um, But the nutrition side of things was very lackluster. I had no idea. Hence, or this is always where personal trainers get sucked into... Isagenix, Herbalife, MLMs, all that fun stuff. Yes, I did do it at some stage, even did Herbalife for a little bit. Then I got my shit together and put my brain back in my head and realized that all they are are very expensive supplements that do next to fuck all except make you shit your pants or pee everything out or they are 4x the normal retail price because you have a consultation person or a fucking regional manager of some made up arbitrary hierarchy that says, Hey, if you don't pay $130 for this 15 serve thing, how am I supposed to get my passive income from my other people that are under me as well? That's why the supplements are so fucking expensive compared to normal, like nutrition warehouse ASN. Um, or if you want to go real cheap, uh, venom protein Australia, they're really good. And I would not expect them to actually, for the money that they are, for the quality of product, actually pretty damn good. Because they don't have to market most of their shit. They don't have a concrete store. They're essentially Amazon for supplements. They don't have a warehouse. Sorry, they don't have a shop. They just have a website and a fulfillment center. And it's fucking good. Anyway, um, so then I started focusing on nutrition. Did the precision nutrition level one course and most of it was already stuff I already knew, um but it was awesome to go through all that stuff and i even launched a nutrition course myself to help people get the base understanding of why their body changes and how it changes and then how they can change that themselves um i need to relaunch that now that i'm thinking about it um and especially now that we have tenille our nutrition wizard back um and then for the past like two years i've just gone ham on learning nutrition even some cheese. Um, nutrition is now one of my strongest suits. As good as I am at programming and, you know, queuing people through anatomical movements and how to master your muscles and all that fun stuff, nutrition is actually now my biggest strong point and now it is the most interesting thing because of how complex it is. I know that I know, I know that I don't know a lot and I'm fine with that. It used to do my head in. I know there are so many more qualified people out there than me, but the amount of stuff I know compared to the general population, compared to like I'm working with Tanil, and I was like, oh, I know you know more than me, but blah, blah. blah. She's like, well, actually not really. There's a lot of stuff that you're saying that even I'm not sure. on. I was like, where did you get that? And I was like, oh, I just sort of learned it along the way or did this. And she was like, yeah, like I know a lot more in terms of Diseases because that's her specialty of natural medicine. And she, like, hands down, cannot question her on absolutely fucking anything in terms of diseases and how food affects the gut health and how it can heal this and do this and do that. Like, she supplemented her own recovery from chemotherapy using nutrition. She's fucking on the ball and she's absolutely going to kill it. And if she, Tennille, if you're listening to this, If she applies herself to that and goes 100% into it to the best that you can, because I know you're busy, Tanil, as best that you can into that, she's going to clean up. Like, the market is out there for someone exactly like her who needs her. And there are people out there that need her in their life. This is why I'm keeping her around and keeping her as a part of the Fitness Genie family and as a part of the Fitness Freedom family because she knows her shit. People love her, incredibly knowledgeable But to digress a little bit, like diseases, that's her thing, but then macronutrients and how they affect the body and what they do and how they change body composition, how they affect the brain and the muscles and the ligaments and like all this gut health stuff, sorry, not gut health stuff, but how it can affect you at a personal level, calories, proteins, carbs, fats, fiber, um, even a few little hormone things. We're pretty much on the same level, if not me, being slightly more advanced in macros because I've put my focus into that for the past two and a half, three years of just macronutrients, how they affect the body, the brain, recovery, sleep, fucking everything to do with macronutrients. Everything outside of that, from micronutrients onwards, that's Tennille's jam. I'm going to let you speak to Tennille with that because that is hers. So now nutrition is one of my strongest suits. Um... So yeah, there's not really a question I can't answer for nutrition. If there is a question that I can't answer, I will 100% tell you. I'll be like, I've got no idea about that or what it does. I have an idea, but I would not be comfortable telling you an exact answer. And that used to be a big issue for younger Trav when he was first in the industry. Because as soon as you come out of university, it is... I picked a bad time to pause there. But as soon as you come out of university, you're expected or you feel like you're expected to know everything. And a lot of young personal trainers, including myself, didn't have that of being wrong or not knowing. So making shit up on the spot. And that is where a lot of pseudoscience comes to be, where people just don't get corrected and they get these big followings of just bullshit that they're trying to sell their own supplements or coaching or this or that. That's why there's keto zealots around, that's why there's intermittent fasting zealots around and they're like, no, you have to do it this way and this and da da da, it's like there's no evidence to support one way or the other it's, there's more evidence to support that if calories are equated regardless of diet, that you're gonna lose the same amount of weight, keto you'll lose it quickly in the start and then start to die off balanced diet, you'll just consistently lose it, but that's a podcast topic for another time so that's a little bit of context on who I am and how I got here in terms of a professional matter Um, I will keep this backstory part incredibly short from what it was I believe I have a podcast episode coming out with uh, someone else I will say that coming out with someone else in a month or two can't remember exactly when But that will be 100% in-depth as to where I was and where I got to or how I got to where I am today Essentially to give people a backstory on why why I specialize in nutrition and mindset um, I have been homeless, I've gone through manic depression, crippling anxiety All the fun stuff that you could essentially want your worst enemy's son or daughter or whatever to have And then they get it and then you go, oh shit, I didn't mean that bad um, so essentially that's where I was from, I think 19, um, 19, cause yeah, I finished school, started working, I suppose, casually slash full time at this warehouse, packing up audio equipment and went to Canada, lived there for about eight months, ran out of money, came back and biggest depression of my life. Started working at a pizza factory, pizza factory. Fuck me. Started working at a pizza place as the manager and doing all that. That was about $12 an hour, I believe. Um, so, you know, rolling in the big bucks, rolling in the dough, as it were. <laughs> Trav, you so punny. Um, so yeah, started working there for about 12 bucks an hour and doing all that, and it was fucking awful. All I was good at was video games and screwing around, making pizza and drinking on the weekends. Um, Events transpired, I will say, uh, that led me to being homeless and living in the back of my 2000 Toyota Camry uh, that was dinted to shit, needed to be repaired or I supposed go through a service because every time I would use it for more than 20 minutes, the engine would start heating up like all hell. Um, and I'm not the mechanical hands-on type of person that everybody believes me to be. I'm very much an indoor person. Who'd have thunk it? anybody watching this would know that I'm an indoor person because I'm so fucking pale. Um, So homeless Toyota Camry, uh, depression, anxiety, all that fun stuff. Tried to get a new job, tried doing, you know, whatever. Um, And I'm trying to keep it short because I know that I'll go on a tangent for about an hour with this. Um, Did all that with Gridiron, tried to find jobs. None of them worked. All the nine to fives were just so boring to me and people telling me, do this, do this, do this. And I was like, yeah, fucking why? And like, oh, just do it. And I was like, okay, I need to understand the why, the how, the who, the what, the whatever. I need to understand the purpose behind something. And if I do, I'll get it hundred percent. And nobody would give me that. Real estate, particularly industrial real estate was very lucrative. Um, I never got to the point where I was making commission, but on my first day, we ended up selling like this, penthouse thing or like this big factory warehouse um that was i think like 17 million or something around there my memory starts to get fuzzy with a lot of this shit um then we went to a penthouse and saw someone bid on that because it was an office space and that sold for around about 20 mil i think and fuck just imagine the commissions on that and i was driving my toyota camry that i slept in at this time by the way the suit was worth more than my fucking car um, went through all that, hated every single job, doing all the fun stuff, and eventually just hit that breaking point, that snap point, um, through that time I failed two suicide attempts, and that was just sort of like, okay, I'm done, I'm um, I've had enough, I need to figure out who the fuck I am, how I fit into this world, and the last time, and this was before Beth came into my life as well. So, this was at the time where I was sort of thinking and lost on completely everything. and I was like, the last time I was happy um, was when I was doing personal training, was when I was doing all that stuff. Um, so, I went to university after, not that the time is super relevant, but I went to university after I was homeless and depressed and all that stuff because I went to university, did that, that helped me for a little bit. Um, well, I suppose, got a full-time job as a receptionist. That was awesome because it was just talking shit to people, really, and pretending to be fancy when really I wasn't. Um, so did that and then left there to go to do university, did all that, and then halfway through university for the diploma as well, since I left to go get paid, um, that sparked a whole thing of events as well which led me down another rabbit hole of depression and anxiety and going back to working as a pizza person because i pretty much had a temporary job job there every single time It was like hey i'm looking for work cool fire someone else trav in you come um or just make space for me really so not that the timeline is super relevant but that's essentially what happened um and then where was i um Cannot remember for the life of me. But yeah, did that. Became a personal trainer, and that was sort of the last time that I was 100% happy with everything. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm just going to go back to being a personal trainer. Um, did that. Failed at it. Sucked at it. Didn't get results. Didn't get money. Didn't do anything. I was literally losing money, paying rent to work out of Anytime Fitness in Mordialic, um, which have now gone under, um, or I suppose not gone under, but relocating or rejigging theirself or whatever the fuck they do when they run out of money um and did that have a ma- had a massive like mental episode didn't want to do it again didn't want to do personal training was tired of getting up at 4 30 in the morning going to see people that would pay me 40 bucks and try and negotiate to get less money uh, or to pay less money or to do this or do that or whatever and it was doing my head in breakdown uh did nothing for about five six months literally just stayed at home eating playing video games and then one day I said oh, I'll just go out and cut this tree branch down that started the cycle of eventually getting outside getting some sun feeling better doing stuff and eventually hit the point where i was like okay cool gonna give it another go went back to do personal training same place messaged all my clients again and said yo i'm coming back two people out of i think about 16 that i messaged um, actually said yes i'll come back so that's awesome um went back started doing all that Same shit happened. Um, Had a breakdown, couldn't do it, couldn't make money, thought I wasn't destined to be a personal trainer. Um, And then that is the point where I went into real estate because I suppose real estate is just everybody's fallback job, really. It's either hairdressing or... Oh my God, what is it? It's either hairdressing, real estate, or what's the other thing I'm going to say? can't remember the other thing I'm going to say. Real Estate Hairdressing Police Officer. They're sort of, everyone's like, I want to do this or like fallback job and sometimes they're everybody's dream job. Which is awesome because people that have it as a dream job, they make shit happen in that occupation. They do it and once they're in and it is their passion and they're doing it, much like me for a personal trainer. And again, everybody says they're a fucking personal trainer and I believe personal trainer is also a fallback job. but people don't do it for more than six months because they realize it's fucking hard. You have to rent your own space, much like I assume hairdressing and barbering and all that stuff. Um, Not that barbering was ever in the conversation to begin with, but renting your own space, booking your own hours, essentially being your own admin assistant, your own bookie, booking your own hours, uh, working there and then actually putting in the hours, then the behind the scenes stuff, marketing, contacting people, everything that goes into running a business that nobody thinks about. And they go, fuck. How am I meant to do this? How do I get clients? How do I do this shit? Um, which is going to be a podcast episode later of how to start. Ugh. So yeah. Um, so I suppose that's a little bit, and that's a little bit enough. It's it's all enough. It is massively enough for the like history, sort of backstory, sort of things. Um, who who do I help? essentially. Who I help at the moment are females between the ages of 24 and 50 that want to lose more than 10 kilos worth of weight and don't know where to start. That's essentially my niche and who is typically going to sign up to the transformation program or most um, coaching services, I suppose. It's just the people I connect better with females I don't know what it is. I just connect better with females. They're easier to talk to because with guys, I treat them like myself. I treat them like every single guy I've come in contact with where I have been the leader of a situation. Gridiron, team captain. Basketball, team captain. Everything I was doing in sport or growing up was I'm the captain. Listen. So for a lot of males, it's just fucking why are you not doing this? This is your job, go do it, execute on it. If you're not executing on it, I will get someone else to do that for you. That's essentially my mindset for myself. I suppose employees that I would have and a lot of other situations where if I'm not in control, I feel like I need to take control. And if I can't take control, I'm going to do my best to remove myself from that situation. Unless it is something that I know hundred percent is going to help me in the long run Otherwise, I don't like not being in control and I know that is a little bit of a thing But I like being in charge and calling the shots and that way I'm hundred percent comfortable if it fails with everybody pointing the finger at me and saying it's his fault because it was my fault I was the leader. I told you to do this is this, this and we didn't win or we didn't do this or we didn't do that So I'm fine with failing Um, I'm fine with winning. I'm fine with the responsibilities and the risks and everything that come with owning your own business and entrepreneurship and all that stuff and being a captain and talking to people and doing everything. I'm fine with all of that because not many people are. So I suppose being built like that has actually led me to never giving up on my business to where I am today. People listening to a fucking podcast, uh, which is good or wherever the hell I'm going to put this video. I've still got no idea. Um, But that's essentially who I help. I help anybody really that is stuck mentally or physically or how do I get out of a plateau or whatever. If people say that they have tried everything, quote unquote, that's where I come in. Essentially, I've tried everything, I can't lose weight or I did this, 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 this thing. I don't know where to go from here. I feel stuck. I'm frustrated. I'm this, I'm that. Maybe it's just not in the stars. Maybe it's not my destiny to be this dream version that I have of myself. That's where Trav comes in. That's where the fitness genie comes in. That's my business. Helping people where they are 100% stuck, don't know where to go, need that lifesaver. They feel like they're drowning. They're they're frustrated. They're overwhelmed. There's so much information out there that contradicts the last piece that they read. And I'm very much educational. I'm very much education style of coaching, where if you have the mental clarity to work out and eat and speak to yourself in a positive way, you're going to see results. The last thing that people pay me for is the main thing that people pay me. Ooh, the main thing that people pay me for. Um, And that's accountability and to be able to speak to me. Um, You can get a workout program anywhere. You can get a meal plan anywhere. You can get anything that I will give you through the program absolutely anywhere. What you won't get from the program is being able to speak to me for an hour a week or doing whatever. And I would never consider myself a wise person, but my clients do, question mark. Um, I speak to a lot of people. Every single week, clients and non-clients and prospects and whoever. It's not so much that I know the answer, it's just the fact that I know what questions to ask so that you can find the answer yourself. Everybody knows what they need to do and what they want to do and where they want to go and what their purpose is in life and everybody sort of knows it deep, deep, deep down But there's something in the way. It's typically a mental block or an emotional response that happens and shuts off that part of their brain where they go, fuck, I don't want to listen to it. Not doing that today. I'm going to go be an accountant. And they never do what they actually want to do until they hit like 40, 50 and they go, holy fuck, I've screwed up. I need to do this. I need to do that. Like I take on, or I will be taking on and have in the past, I guess. So yeah, I was right in the first one. um, Personal training, mentorships. People coming to me at 30, 35, 40 How do I fix my business? How do I do this? How do I do that? How do you get clients? How did you get to where you are? And I haven't done anything spectacular. I have just been consistently helping people, getting them results for the past five, six years. And then eventually somewhere down the track, about two and a half, three years ago, I went online with it and I said, well, I can help you do this and this and this. As soon as someone signed up, boom. I committed to them hundred percent, gotten results. Hey, do you mind giving a testimonial or referring a friend? Yeah, sure. I can do that for you. And it just built from there, like over 300 people, 400, 500 people. Don't even know. Lost count. Last time, when I came from Morty to Somerville, um, which is where I currently work at the moment, I had, I think it was like 216 pre-screening questionnaires in my folder that I had. And that was from two years. So essentially 100 clients a year, which is piss poor, by the way, if you're getting like 100 clients a year, it's okay. But th- that was 216 clients through the two, three years that I was there of uh, paying clients at very, very low end clients. As I said, when I was at Mordialica, I was not good. Now I'm at Somerville and I was like, yep, I'm all in. This is my career. This is something that I want to do for the rest of my life. That is where I was like, okay, I need to take this shit seriously. That's where I started doing more research, working with people 16 hours a day for five days a week, and then six hour days on Saturday, just to make sure that my face was being seen in the gym, just to make sure that people knew who I was and that if they had a question on anything, I would be there from 5.30 in the morning till about 8.30 at night. I would be there. All my meals were ready meals from Coles or core foods or ASN or whatever. Anything I needed to do, I got done in Somerville around the corner from the gym, wearing my trainer shirt, doing whatever, and just being seen in the community. Don't have to do that. (laughs) You don't have to be there 16 hours a day, punishing yourself and doing all this stuff. And, you know, 16 hours of essentially free work for one person to sign up. But that was what I was doing. That is how I was committed. If I went home and did nothing, That was worse than being at the gym and doing nothing, because at least my visibility made me feel like I was doing something and accomplishing things. So, that was the long answer of who do I help? Essentially, anybody that feels like they've done it all before and not seen results. The short answer is females, 24 to 50, lose 10 kilos in 90 days and bring out the confidence. Bring out the self-respect and the self-talk and get away from a negative mindset. Build a healthy relationship with food. Do everything mentally and explore yourself emotionally and mentally and the physical stuff will come. Like I have clients signing up, I want to lose 10, 20, 30, 40 kilos of weight loss and I don't flinch at any single fucking number that they present because I know without a shadow of a doubt if they do ABC and execute on what I say they will see those results. Maybe not in 90 days, maybe not in 900 days. We'd fucking open 900 days, it's three years. Um, but the point of it is if they do the basics, not even like the over-the-top technique things that I give to most premium clients, if you do basic shit consistently, it is inevitable or it would be unreasonable for you to not achieve your goals if you are hitting the basics every single day let's say five six days a week for a year on end for two years on end you don't even have to do anything extraordinary or exceptional you just have to do the fucking basics and that is what a lot of people don't understand or they do understand it but don't do it knowing what you need to do but still not doing it is probably one of the biggest things that I have in my business where people say, yeah, I know what I need to do. I just don't do it. That's where I come in of the, so why aren't you doing it? Yeah, I'm not really sure. It's like, okay, cool. Jump on the phone with me one hour later, they're in tears. I've got one tear streaking down my face. And then it's, okay, cool. That's where you were. That's who you believe you are. But if you switch that identity, if you sign up at the gym and go for one day, you can literally say, I am someone who goes to the gym and saying that to yourself every single day and putting yourself in the best position possible to go to the gym. For example, laying out your clothes the night before or having everything that you would go from work to the gym in the car. So there's no excuse. It's just who you are. It's your identity. It's what you do. I literally helped this woman lose nine kilos in... um, I can't remember what the time frame was, but it was nine kilos. Let's just say 90 days because I don't imagine it being longer than 12 weeks. All she did was identify as someone who went to the gym. Didn't even worry about her nutrition. You know why? Because when she started identifying as someone who goes to the gym, she naturally started exploring, where do I go from here? Should I do three days a week at the gym? Should I do four days a week at the gym? Should I do cardio? Should I do strength training? Do I need protein? Do I need to be doing this and that and the other thing? And then she started supplementing her workouts with her own nutrition that made her feel good. I didn't even give her any of that stuff. I just said, do what makes you happy, but get into the gym because now you are someone that goes to the gym. And if you don't go to the gym, you are living in misalignment because we know that where you are when she started the program, where you are is not where you want to be. So if you keep doing the shit that you are doing today and yesterday and four years before that, you are going to 100% be in the exact same situation you are right now today, four years from now something needs to change and that is where she was like okay i can go to the gym next day she messaged me she signed up at the gym she paid the however much it was to get the security tag the admin fee pro rata all that fucking shit and she got in identified went to the gym 12 weeks later lost nine kilos and um i'm pretty sure i spoke to her uh when was it she finished up with me I think it was about 12. No, it would have been 16 weeks. It would have been 16 weeks, actually, now that I think about it, because I had three different programs running. Would have been 16 weeks. We lost nine kilos, or she lost nine kilos during that time. And then I spoke to her, I think, three, three, four months later, and she was down 20 kilos. And I said, what was the difference? And she said, well, I just kept going to the gym, kept doing this stuff, but then I just added in a day of working out, and then... You know, Monday through Friday, I was on my meal plan that I created for myself, and it was awesome. And she just did that. I didn't have to do anything extra. It was just, okay, cool. I gave you one thing. I made sure that you were doing it. I held you accountable to the person that you wanted to be. Do you feel like you are that person today? She said 100% and more. So that's what I do. That's what my business is. Essentially, in a little bit of a nutshell... My program and most of my coaching, like 90% of my coaching, there are templated programs out there that are cheap as fuck, but they don't get awesome results, to be very honest with you, because they are just for people for entry-level stuff that need entry-level stuff. Um, Otherwise, 90% of my other coaching programs are built out around the person of where they are and what they need, as opposed to, here's my program, do it. It is built out around the person individually, which is why it's such a premium high-end program that takes me a lot of time to build with the person based off their communication. There's a lot of contact points in there. But then on top of that, I work with on average 50 premium clients a year. It's not from lack of marketing. It's not from wanting to do more. I work with 50 people a year or 50 transformational people a year because that's how much time I have for each person that jumps on the program, essentially one person a week. At any one time, I could have 20 people, I could have 12 people on the program now that it's a 12-week one, Um, but I work with 50 people a year because it is such a high-end program and it takes me a lot, a lot of my spare time to build a program around someone, get their feedback on what happened the week before, go through their mental blockages of how they got to where they are and why they're not actioning the responses or why they're actioning responses that we know aren't the responses that we want from their life and living in misalignment from where they are to where they want to be so that's a lot of contact point but it gets results it fucking works i've never had a program that i've been more proud of or just more 100 percent confident that if someone signs up i'm changing your fucking life from week one day one to week 12 day seven i know that person is going to get results and it is crazy because i've never had it before in my life and this program came in two years ago since that point, And I've started doing this program and stepping up and removed bullshit clients that were going to pay me 50, 50 bucks a week, 60 bucks a week and expecting the world. I was like, nah, can't do it. But if you pay me this much, I will change your life. And it's been insane ever since. So that's how I help them as well. Really? Um, cause I've got it on my notes down here. Oh, now I'm burping. Got the hiccups. Um, so who am I? I've covered that history, sort of backstory where I got done. Um, who do I help, and how do I help them? That little story there essentially gives you a little bit of a rundown of it. If you want more information, just message me. Facebook, Instagram. Fucking leave a review here, or I don't even know where this is going to be going, but wherever it is, or wherever you contact me, you can find me Facebook, Instagram, The Fitness Genie, um, and just send me a message or comment wherever you see a little preview for it. Or, you know, if you're following me, you will see a little preview before every week's thing of like where it comes up. So just send me a message or reply to that and say, Hey, what about this? Or have you worked with someone like this or whatever? Just get in contact. As I said, um, this podcast is going to be very community driven, very feedback orientated. Um, someone has already said, Um, one of the topics, oh, my phone's right in front of me. Um, one of the topics was, uh, the roles of breathing while lifting. So while I don't think that's going to be an entire podcast episode, it is definitely a question that I can put into a podcast episode and then also message her and then say, Hey, episode 32 or six or whatever has your question in it or whatever. But if I have, and this was, um, Uh, What was I going to say? Anyway, if I have people that say, can you talk about protein and supplements and stuff? It's not going to be, hey, talk about protein and supplements. I would actually prefer you to be in contact with me and help me um, build out the episode and ask me questions. And then that way I can have a more in-depth, you know, don't have to have a conversation on the podcast, but I can sort of have a conversation with you based on the questions that you ask me. So if you ask me via Instagram or Facebook, like, hey Trav, can you talk about protein or supplements? I would actually require or <laughs> inquire again, implore. I would implore you to keep messaging me and keep asking me questions around what do you want to know? Why do you want to know it? Da 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 to build out the episode. Because then, essentially, I can say, yeah, awesome, listen to the next episode, I'll do it for you, and then have a full in-depth conversation, essentially, to you, because obviously you can't respond unless you want to be on the podcast, then fantastic. Um, that's essentially it. I'm going to get your help, your feedback, and build podcasts out for the community. And then there's going to be stuff out there that I'm just going to do, because I reckon it's going to be hilarious. And if it's not, who cares? I had fun doing it, so that's what the podcast is going to be about. Um, And then because of the nature of the podcast as well, being so random and so many topics and things like that, I know some people are going to come to me just for mindset because that's my jam, that's my specialty, that's what people know me for. I'm this fucking mindset guy and the genie. Um, Some people are going to come to me just for nutrition. Some people are going to come to me just for like the comedy guest shit talk, family guy humor. Um... I don't think anybody's going to come to me for wisdom, really, (laughs) because if you do, fucking let me know. Um, Because as I said, I wouldn't consider myself a wise person, but a lot of people that I do speak to, they go, man, he knows his shit. So it's good to have that feedback as well. But I'm going to be marking the podcast episodes, apart from this one that's probably going to say introduction or welcome or something like that. At the start of each podcast episode, you'll see the title. And before you even see the title, I'm thinking I'm going to put like all in caps, like nutrition dot, dot, or like colon, and then the title of it. So then at least you know what the topic of the podcast is. I saw, um, what's his face? Martin, Martin McDonald, his nutrition podcast of like not another nutrition podcast. It's actually really good. Go check it out. Um, but listening to that and... I suppose just the way he goes about it, of the conversation style, actually hearing that, because that was what my first podcast was. That was the intention behind my podcast of it to just be sitting back, talking, chilling, conversation style. And I got away from it very quickly. So listening to his, I was like, fuck, this is what my podcast was meant to be. And hearing him talk and go through all that stuff, I was like, okay, well, that's how I want my podcast to be. That was literally what I envisioned my podcast to be a year and a half ago. So, or probably two years ago now. Um, cause I forget COVID has been a fucking year. Um, but yeah, two years ago, that was what my podcast was meant to be. And that's what I want it to be today. So, um, I'm pretty much just going to market like nutrition and then the title or mindset and then the title or shit talking and then the thing, but at least you know what you're in for before you get into. So if you're not interested in nutrition you can just skip it. You don't have to take that time out of your day to be like, oh, fuck, you didn't even talk about this. But if there is something you want me to talk about, just let me know. Um, otherwise, I think that's pretty much it. I think I'm okay with that being the first episode back to the Fitness journey. As I said, this is going to be an incredibly long, where is it? It's about an hour at the moment, um, podcast episode. I doubt Many are going to get to an hour unless, of course, I have a guest and it goes hilariously long. Um, But otherwise, they're looking at being about 20, 30 minutes long. 100% depends on guests and content and conversations and things. But um, I'm going to leave it there because I will start rambling. And through the podcast, you will know that I do love to ramble and rant and do whatever. But if you have topics that you would like me to talk about, comment or send me a message on Facebook or Instagram... Um, comment on any previews that you see, give me some feedback, help me build this podcast out around you. Help me build this podcast into something that is going to better the fitness genie community or just the fitness community in general, really. Um, But yeah, let me know your feedback, leave a review wherever the hell you can leave a review. I don't even know yet. I have to actually post it and figure out where I can start telling people to subscribe and shit. Um, But yeah, I hope you all, Enjoyed that, welcome to the Inside the Fitness Genies Lamp, the podcast, it is going to be amazing, I'm going to be getting episodes out every single Monday, they're going to be structured every single Monday, but do not be surprised if I just go bonus episode on Thursday because here's something I wanted to rant about, or I have this guest here for this day, let's do this now, or whatever it is, but every single Monday at a minimum, and then any bonuses from there are just that, bonuses, so... I hope you enjoyed your time here listening, go out, destroy the day, get shit done. And I suppose I'll see you all in the next episode.